It's a video game. Just start recording. When I was a kid, we, we played uh, Bang Bus. Oh, okay. I've been gone for two minutes. When I was a kid, I was on the Bang Bus. <laughs> I don't know if that's appropriate. <laughs> what? Wait, I, what were you doing? Bro, I pray to God that the Bang Energy Company starts has a has a... Has a street team vehicle. <laughs> has a street team vehicle called the Bang Bus. Twisted to the right. I didn't know better back then. So, what do you mean? How did you get on this bus? Where uh, were your parents? Bro, I, was, <laughs> I needed a ride. What do you mean? Like they were like <laughs> they were just like let's pick up that little kid. Yeah, these chicks were like, hey, okay. you want to cuddy? Fuck us and go to school. Like, yeah, I need, Which I can't get you want to fuck us? <laughs> <laughs> Why do these actual porn stars sound like an old hag? <laughs> hey, <laughs> you want to yeah. fuck us? I mean, I feel like this. Mm, maybe. You know, I feel like that's what they sound like. Yeah, they're like, not, like, like uh, second man. not on screen. You know? Sexy boy walking down the street. <laughs> what is he? He got a buzz cut. <laughs> he's looking good. He's got his, his camo pants on like he just played airsoft. Did he? I did oh, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, did. Oh, yeah. yeah. He chipped yeah. a tooth plane or something. I had the little uh, those little thin wire rim glasses and everything. Yeah, oh, the yeah. pussy looking yeah. glasses. That's yeah. what I always call them. Why? Because whoever wears those eats puss, dude. Yeah. It was huh? destined to be. Yeah. It took another like. Eight years, but I definitely Before he, pussy. Yeah. So just letting everyone know. He, it's actually, that. you know, what causes throat cancer? Eating pussy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, He's I'm, right. That's the you know what does I'm okay with that. What yeah. doesn't is sucking dick. Really? So I've heard that's good for you, actually. A lot of. Well, I don't know about that. What's well, not? At least a lot Do of. Do you know that if if a woman small uh, swallows a uh, woman swallows a man's cum, she's more likely to be able to conceive a baby with him because her body knows that it can trust her. Oh, so it doesn't reject the cum. Trust him. It doesn't reject. Yeah, the no, cum. seriously, it will reject cum. Cumjection. Can you imagine being allergic to cum? Uh, I saw a. <laughs> uh, like I saw. Um, what's it called? Untold stories. The ER had an episode about a woman who was allergic to her husband's cum. Nice. Yeah. How many kids did yeah. they have? None. They were trying to have kids, and every time they fucked, she was like, "It burns really bad." <laughs> I mean, you gotta just break up, right? I'm pretty sure that's just the hot sauce. No, no. Jack's they started giving her inoculations of his cum. Oh, that's amazing. She got she got the Fauci ouchie. Yeah, but it was jizz. I'm not kidding, dude. This is real. That's incredible. I believe you. I saw it on uh, I, I saw it on Discovery boyfriend. Health. <laughs> yeah, I would probably move on. I mean, like, no, they were married. That's why. Who cares, man? So I will move married. on anyway. I moved on. Yeah, I love you, babe, but your Girl. cum burns me. Yeah, but you guys had a kid. They I, didn't. But his cum did burn her. Mm. That's just all the hot sauce. Speaking of burning cum, it's a big day for 35-year-olds with no personality. Why is that, Derek? Hagrid died, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really oh. big day for short guys like you. Hagrid's a big guy. I don't really... No, I know, because there's one less tall guy in the world, so now, oh. now you're closer to being average height. Well, you know what I say about it is, it's folks... Fly your I solemnly swear I'm up to no good bumper stickers at half mass today. He's really going to make a big fucking ghost. Big old fucking hairy ghost. He's going to be like, I'm a succubus, Harry. <laughs> He's going to blow that, that kid, I guess. Is <laughs> that, uh, don't love that, okay. but, uh, well, I mean, but, you know, is that how we're going to, so we're going to start it, right? Welcome back to Little Sassy, Little Disturbed, everybody. I'm, I'm Ian. With me as always, Derek. Hey. Joining us today, a very special friend, guest of the show. Original member. Original member of Little Sassy, Little Disturbed. Actually first known hepatitis Z death. Mm. That's correct. Back from the dead. Matt Alseth, everybody. Yeah, you may have heard that uh, I'm dead. Yeah. And uh, it's actually true. Oh. It's true. We reanimated but I am here like today. an animator. Yeah. 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 It was important enough. Hmm. Um, my the, career is dead. Yeah. The $6 million dollar Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. So we figured it would make sense to have a dead guy on for today's topic for Halloween. Yeah, spooky, spooky season. Ooh. Yeah, it's October. Big day for big month for white women in general. Yeah, uh, girls with bangs. Uh, pump pumpkins. What? Uh, Gourds. Lattes. Yeah. Is there what else is there? Scarves. Corn. Corn. Ugg boots. Ooh, that's the one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. One um, month only. Did I already say scarves? Yeah, tractors probably. Oh, okay. Hey, tra- tractor rides. Great day for he- great day for hay. Um, corn uh, mazes. Like Who said corn? Fuck. Okay. Well, it's spooky season. Yeah, and we're starting it out right. And we're gonna cover uh, today. We're actually gonna cover something eerie, something a little ominous for the month of October. Ooh. Some yeah. specters. Some specters. Some spectres. Some specter. Specterinos. Apparitions of the spirit world. Los espookies. Ah, for our uh, Latin listeners. All one of you. Who is that? Mm. Okay. Well, to the <laughs> today we're covering the ghosts of Officers Row. Hell yeah. 
Where is that shit? <laughs> Off, <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. I drove by it on my way here. Okay. Officer's Row is located adjacent to downtown Vancouver, Washington. Downtown USA, baby. Downtown mm-hmm. any town. The perfect place to raise a family, have a ridiculously useless lawn, and either snap and commit heinous acts of violence or sit on the couch watching football while your brain deteriorates into mush. The American dream. Let Gino cook, baby. No one gets your stupid sports references, Derek. Well, if even just one person gets let Gino cook, it's worth it to me. Not a single person will. What? <laughs> you didn't get it? Okay. Officer's <laughs> Row is, is a part of a <laughs> Fort Vancouver National Historic Site, which is split between Washington and Oregon. So I guess you could say that my childhood is the Fort Vancouver National Historic Site. D- uh, did your... Did your parents get divorced? I don't want to talk about it, and I would really appreciate some space and if you respect my privacy on this. Okay, well. Could you explain? You, you don't want to? No. Okay, well, our bad. I mean, whatever. I just thought you brought it up. Yeah. So I thought maybe we could. Nope. Okay, all right, man. I just. Um, Are you okay, buddy? You want to? Yeah, I'm fine. It's fine. Okay. Move on. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> Are you? Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, to be honest with you, I don't really care. Thanks. So. Okay. Cool. Well, okay. <clears throat> It's fine. All right. Jesus. Well, the main location for this historic site is situated in Vancouver, uh, just north of the Columbia River from Portland. Yeah, it's basically where all the white people went uh, originally, you know, just like it's happening again. So they, they uh, the white people all came here from the East Coast, and now they're doing that again? Yep. I think they're coming from, like, California. Yeah. Mostly. yeah. But really, what is California other than the New York of the West? Right. Yeah. I've said that for years. We've always, yeah. Right. We here at Sassy Disturbed. Big, yeah, it's big kind components. of our thing. Yeah. 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 Right, Matt? I think it's only your thing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think Just anyone else us. is saying that yeah. at this point. Yeah. Like, it's, you're really pioneering. No, it's, ca- it's catching on. Yeah. It's I catching think, on. Is it? I've heard yeah. several people. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, we're we're yeah. part of a local comedy scene, so maybe we move in different circles. Why are yeah. You? Well, you live in in Washougal, so it's probably. What are you doing <laughs> right fair. now? That's fair. What are you trying to say? What, what are you doing, doing after this? What okay. are you doing tonight? Uh, oh man. <laughs> well, this this specific historic site is what we refer to around here as Fort Vancouver or the Fort, or where I played tonsil hockey with Becky Henderson in the tenth grade. So happy for you, man. <laughs> Thanks. This guy fucks. Everybody, this guy fucks. Inshallah. Yeah, man. Was she hot? No comment. All right. Well, I'll be praying for you to get laid, I guess. Uh, Fort Vancouver was founded in 1824 by the British. And do you know why it was established, you guys? Capitalism, in it? It's capitalism, in it? Capitalism! Mm-hmm. Well, it certainly wasn't a dental office. Uh, that's right, buddy. It was founded to sell pills. <laughs> Because they're British and they have fucked up teeth and they look like shit. That's right, buddy. It was founded to sell pelts. I love a good fur burger. I really honestly don't want to get into that. What is that? I don't know. You know what? No. <laughs> you don't know what a fur no, burger no, is? No, What's no, a fur burger? No, no, like no, don't. I love muff. Beaver? Yeah. Gash. Oh, I get it. Pelt. Yeah. Are you, mm. talking, are you talking about vaginas? Five, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hairy pussy. Yep. My favorite. You're a pussy, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> the fort became the Pacific Coast headquarters for the operations of the Hudson's Bay Trading Company. Yeah, uh, I called uh, the operation where I traded hand jobs for cigarettes in high school the Hudson's Bay Trading Company. Were you handing out the jobs or the cigarettes? So anyway. Um, okay, because your high school was called Hudson's Bay. I, I guess yep. I get it. That's topical. It's geographical. It's yeah. Humor. You would get it if you were from here. Okay. Uh, also kind of fun, I guess. Uh, the Hudson's Bay Company is actually still around if you guys want to take a stab at what profitable venture they're involved in in the present day. Law enforcement. Nope. Matt? I mean, that was going to be my first guess, but uh, now I would say uh, some kind of tourist attraction. Retail stores. Huh. A chain That's of so retail lame. stores. Yeah. It's pretty wow. not cool. Who do they op- Who do they own? Capitalism. Uh, I think they're called Hudson's Bay Trading Company. Oh, so they just sell it's, like it's probably like uh, what are those places in like Jansen Beach where it's like, like Duluth trading. Oh yeah, we yeah, have or underwear like, that protects yeah, your or nuts. Da- or like Danner. But <laughs> yeah, but they just have like cutouts of a yeah. cut about cutouts of a log with like a deer painted yeah. on it and shit. It says, yeah. yeah, it says no gays allowed. <laughs> like t-shirts about yeah. fishing. <laughs> I'd rather be fucking catching a fucking fish than listen to my bitch wife doing talk for one more minute. Dipping or fishing, you doing it Amen, wrong, brother. brother. Amen. Hunting, fishing, pussy licking. 
Welcome to Duluth. I've been watching a lot of uh, the Mariners games, obviously, because they're in the playoffs, and every fucking commercial break, there's a Duluth one. It's like... They're so obnoxious commercials. Yeah. Like It's just like, do you have an ass? Do you need a t-shirt that covers that ass? Duluth Trading Company. Like, this- do you call your dick the fire hose? Well, we have underwear made out of fire hose. No, it's always... It's always uh... Do your underwear do this to your junk? And it's like a guy playing with the what's the ball on the string that you whack? Tetherball. Yeah, tetherball. And it's like two balls whacking into each other. The guy looks all sad. It's like, well, you need our patented <laughs> underwear that cradle your testicles as if it was in the mouth of Madonna. That sounds nice. Just the 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 do I want to know by the Arctic Monkey slowed down to just the bum now you straight man no, no, no. needs some straight man's underwear. No, no, no. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> for the initial 21 years, the Hudson's Bay Trading Company, and we're going to call it HBTC from now on because it's too much of a mouthful, um, apparently mm. uh, just like Ian in high school. What? Their operations at Fort Vancouver were administered by Chief Factor John McLaughlin. The Chief Fear Factor John McLaughlin. For him. Chief Fear was a factor. It's entirely possible. <laughs> Jesus Joe, fucking Christ. Are you doing Joe Rogan? Yeah. <laughs> he was blitzed out of his mind on every episode. I know, because he didn't think he was it was going to go that long. Jamie, can you bring that up? Jamie, can you pull that can up? Can you pull that up? Wow. So, so basically, you just inject it into your asshole, and it makes you stronger. Yeah, a buddy of mine actually- uh, Dude, That ape just ripped someone's head off. That's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, look at that shit. You know, have you ever done DMT? Have you ever done DMT? <laughs> Yeah. This is fucking. Can we put that back up? Yeah, a buddy of mine does that. <laughs> My wife left me again. It's entirely possible. <laughs> All right. Why did she come back? Uh, but oh, anyway, sorry. John McLaughlin. Have you guys seen a picture of this fucking guy? Nope. In every photo I've ever seen, he looks already dead. He actually he has this insane like long wispy white hair. Stacia, can we pull He's, that up? Yeah. Are you, yeah, are you I got you pulling it. Pulling it up. You show it to Ian. Okay. He has this insane long wispy white hair. His eyes are always rolled back into his head. Uh, let's show Ian, and then you know maybe you can. Isn't it bad? There's a there's a famous police uh, New York police officer oh, named God. John McLaughlin. <laughs> like just this guy, Oregon. This guy. Yeah, I saw <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, that guy died in 9/11. Uh, so let's so so have a little fucking well, hero. You know what? My uh, well, he was cousin late, died in 9/11. So is it? <laughs> My second cousin died in 9/11. The tower was so already down. Like, I, I mean, what are you doing you know, at that point? I don't care. How many cousins do you have? One uh, less than he many. did. Yep. Just show him John McLaughlin, Oregon. You should salute me right now. Would you show him John McLaughlin? I'll pull it up. All right. Jesus Christ. Everybody's Stacia. Yeah. For him, Chief Fear was a factor. Welcome to Duluth Trading Company. Do you come in your own mouth and taste the flavor? Cedar and Oh asparagus. my God. He looks like Ebenezer Scrooge. He looks bad. That's exactly what I expected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. John McLaughlin. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, he's a doctor. What was he a doctor of? Um, I guess. Colony. Being a weirdo. Colonizing. Selling pelts. You want to jump down to F? Oh, I love jumping to F. He looks evil. He does look evil. <laughs> that looks like the painting that comes alive and tells you to murder your family. Dracula. Wish he would. Yeah. He looks like a real piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's constantly got his O face going, though. He looks like he's already dead, though. Maybe he's the ghost. Did anyone consider that? Well, he is considered the father of Oregon as his general store marked the end of the Oregon Trail, but I'm not sure anybody considered him to be the ghost. Yeah, it's just amazing how many things white people can discover or find if you simply ignore the fact that people were there before you. It's American exceptionalism. I mean, in the fact, like in the sense that John McLaughlin was there first, except for the people that were already there. Yeah, well, I'm just assuming that Oregon is a Native American term or name. Yeah, it's an English mispronunciation of a Shoshone word, I think. I looked Typical. It mm-hmm. Yeah. Typical. All right. It turns out John McLaughlin was a Catholic born in Quebec, Canada. Is it is that is it actually Quebec? I feel it's like I've Quebec. never actually learned. Quebec. It's Quebec. 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 Say it with us, Ian. Quebec. Quebec. Say Quebec. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Fondue. There you go. You got it. Chayo molestation. Uh, French fry with the cheese. The pirate treasure of Jean Lafitte. And you see, what we did here at Little Sassy, Little Disturbed is we made fun of white people. And that's okay. You can't punch down. I would say necessary. And the French have more money than I do. They have a bigger tower than we do. Mm Mm-hmm. The white people? Well, anyway, he was was Canadian um, and Catholic. 
Well, that is the scariest information you've shared so far. I told you it was going to be a spooky episode, but oh, let's not yeah. be too judgmental. Ooh. One of my best friends is Canadian. Great. Well, they are banned from listening to Little Sassy, Little Disturbed, effective immediately. We can talk about this after the show. Nope. It's finished. Nothing to discuss. Okay. Well, sorry, Nick. Uh, as a central trading post along the Columbia River, Fort Vancouver brought people from all around the world to Vancouver, Washington. And a community of nearly a thousand people soon grew. I mean, wow. we're talking French Canadians, Scots, Hawaiians, and members of more than thirty different Native American tribes. But no Irish. Right. They, they were they were banned. Good. Was it all there during the uh, that Mount St. Helens eruption? Yeah, let me look real quick. Actually, I did write it down. Um, yeah, Mount St. Helens erupted in 1857. That's three years before the Hudson's Bay Company left for good. Yep, they must have seen old Lewitt throwing up all over herself and decided to get the fuck out of there. It does make me wonder, actually, if the eruption had any impact on their decision to leave. I mean, are volcanic eruptions spooky? Um, Mother Nature is one freaky bitch, but I don't know if spooky is the right term. You know? I mean, I'd be pretty scared if I was in the path. Matt, if, you, if I was in the path, have you ever, just in general or during a have you ever eruption? you ever been with a spooky bitch? Oh yeah, dude, my favorite. I I want to fuck a spooky girl. Can we get you in a spooky girl mm. woman? You know, like let's when you go, you go in woman. her room to like you know to get down to business, and, mm. and, the and there's like just tarot black. cards, just like tar- Yeah, she's got like weird tapestries of like creepy, mm-hmm. like psychedelic shit, and like like you know. Uh, She's like, what's your sign? And Matt puts a thumbs up. <laughs> no, it's like, it's when you give her your sign and she's like, Word gives you that. this whole rundown of, of, of what's going to yeah, happen. Not, sm- not like a prediction of the future, but mm-hmm. it's more like, oh, you need to focus on this. You just like, smile and nod yeah. in your life. Yeah, the girl that lives in a three-bedroom apartment with five people needs to tell me what yeah. I should be doing in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, her- I prefer I prefer the ones that like live in a van. Yeah, you know? they work at Chipotle. Like burn incense in their No, van. their punk house is in its fourth consecutive year of flu season, so... <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys vaccinated here? Uh, We're we're immunized. We're immunized. Well, in 1846, the United States and Great Britain. What's so great about it? Well, they signed a treaty, the Treaty of Oregon, which established the 49th parallel as the official border between the United States and Canada. Tell you what, they should have built the wall right then and there. I am so fucking tired of Canadians coming over here and taking our jobs. Build the wall. Build the wall. When when does that happen? Nickelback. Okay. Nathan Fielder. Mm-hmm. Seth Rogen, mm-hmm. Brian Adams, okay, Drake, Drake. Mm-hmm. We got plenty of we got enough rappers here. Okay, Michael, Michael Sarah, Michael Sarah. Yeah. Uh, is Brian Ooh. Adams is Brian Adams the summer of '69 guy? Yeah, he's the ca- he's yeah. yeah yeah he's Canadian Bruce uh, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Accurate. Well, you can't be Canadian Bruce Springsteen. There's only one Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, he's the boss, and Brian mm-hmm. Adams is the uh, the day manager. It's like Office UK, Office America, right? Which one is better? The U.S. Oh. We do everything better. Did you know that Chong is actually Canadian? Like Tommy Chong? Mm-hmm. I didn't know they had those in Canada. What? <laughs> what? Comedians. Oh. Okay. Well, I, I just thought... I can't believe you even have to ask No, that. it's fine. I just... I never mind. Forget about it. I will never forget it. With the established border under the Treaty of Oregon, the United States military was able to erect the Vancouver Barracks adjoining the fort in 1849. Uh, this served as a defender of Oregon settlements, and it offered help to current and arriving settlers. Yep, the military non-industrial complex at work. Well, the military... Hmm? Wait, what? What the fuck did you just say? Well, it isn't industrial because the fort is made out of wood. Wow. Very good. Yeah. Amazing. Military non-industrial simple because it's made of wood and it's not that complex. You're a genius. Mm -hmm. It was an incredible job, Ian. Excellent. Thank you. Okay. I work hard here. Mm. The HBTC and the U.S. military lived as neighbors for 11 years, though a wedge was slowly driven between them as the U.S. military was constantly expanding its boundaries, something that it stopped doing. Typical. No, we don't do it anymore. Yeah, we're done manifesting. Capitalism. Israel does it for us. Fort Vancouver was utilized by the HBTC until the summer of 1860 when they decided to pack it in and head back to British Columbia. Yeah. Pack it in, boy. I it love- was the summer of <laughs> 1860. <laughs> I love learning about old companies that like planted the corporate seeds to grow the hellscape that we now call home. I mean, there really is nothing better than learning about everything that's already been bought, snagged, and sold before we were even born. Yeah, I'm cosplaying as a thief. That's what Andrew Jackson said. <laughs> We are the only animals that pay to live on this rock hurtling through space. Well, humans aren't animals. We are created in God's image. So put that in your pipe and smoke it, you goddamn heathen. You know, he did give us dominion over animals. My pipe is full. Thank you. So when the HNIC. 
When the HBTC left Fort Vancouver for good or evil, HIVP, the, the U.S. military simply took over the abandoned structures and the fort would serve as the administrative headquarters in the Pacific Northwest for 150 years. Bureaucracy is spookier than ghosts. I need these documents on my desk by Thursday! No! Just six years after this passive military takeover, however, the HBTC fort structure burned to the ground. See, because it was made of wood? Wood can burn. Wood can burn, and in this case it did. Military combustible complex, am I right, folks? These are the jokes, people. These are the jokes. My wood is burning right now. You really need to get your HIV... <laughs> Matt needs a pap smear. Matt needs his hepatitis Z cleared up. Matt needs a pap smear. I got I got some problems. Is it smear or schmear? Schmear. Like bagels? Fuck. Someone's got a hog. <laughs> <laughs> a massive hog. Yeah. Well, nice hog, bro. <laughs> you need penicillin. They needed sheetrock. I need more pussy. Pussy. I don't, I don't think you do. It'll help. <laughs> it's well, like, the years went by, and they the don't cure stop is coming. in the poison. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they say to uh, cure uh, heartburn, you should take more acid. It's basically how they say the the doctors say uh, vaccines work. Bunch if of- I get more pussy, <laughs> if I get more pussy, it will somehow heal my STI. Yeah, a bunch of overpriced meat magicians. You're if you just ask gonna me. pass your STI, or you know what? Never mind. <laughs> You know, it's go ahead. Sharing yeah, is caring. Should, yeah, hey, uh, for the folks at home, I don't have an STI. Feel free to come get it anytime. He does. He does. He does. He does. Shh. Quiet, quiet. He's Why do you think I got my prostate? He died of hepatitis Z. He's not even here. Is hepatitis Z like a Ooh. zombie porno? Matt died of hepatitis pussy. <laughs> that is pretty spooky. Well, the years went by and they didn't stop coming, and eventually Fort Vancouver became a national monument in 1948, albeit the neighboring military barracks remained in operation at this time. Now, as a part of the national park system, the fort was used almost exclusively as an archaeological dig site. Yeah, nothing like the American government desecrating sacred land. I Typical. Think, I think that they probably mostly found like cooking bowls and chewing tobacco. Check this out, man. Hey, wh- hey, Ian, wh- what'd you find? Man? I think I found like this really old, like, oh my god, bowl. Yeah, look at that. Like, that's it's, like you could eat cereal out of this. Uh, that's that's like the that's like the top of a primate skull, or like maybe human. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a bowl. Well, yeah. Is there was there anything else? But like cereal, yeah. Okay. Um, there was some really weird, like, um. There was like a, a wishbone, uh-huh. but it was like a U shape. Okay, and it had like, uh, like, like, a, yeah. like, uh, like, you know Sounds what I mean? Sounds like a jaw. Did no, it, no, was no. Teeth? It was a horseshoe. It was okay. a horseshoe. Oh no, it's a horseshoe. It's a horseshoe. Did it have teeth on it? That. What are those? Okay, well, I just feel like I think maybe we can call our supervisor. No, yeah. Hey, hey, Jim. Yeah. What's up? Hey. Uh. So Ian found. Uh. What did you say it was? It's a bull. Yeah. It's a, it's a and a horseshoe. Okay. It looks okay. like a skull. Um, wait, let me see that. Okay. It's not really a skull. I, I think I think this is I think he's right. I think this is a skull, man. Mm. Uh sorry. Wait, let me see the rest of those bones. Yeah, do you have the horseshoe? Yeah. Okay, these are these are most definitely human bones. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. Um it looks like a lot of blunt force trauma on the top of the head and then they, they actually like cut the skull in half. This is disgusting. Yeah, but did you find these all in one place or these are really fresh. These are like two days old. Wait. Ian I gotta go. Okay. Uh the we... I don't know if you heard the work bell. It, it just it, it yeah. went off. So I, I didn't hear anything. I, it's actually it's we just started about twenty minutes ago. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, um the four hour work week. Why is the the soil uh... here still wet? It's ninety degrees. Why are your why are your hands red? Uh I was eating um strawberries. Hot chips. Yeah. Okay. So, Jim, I should we call the police? What? You know what? This isn't my first rodeo. This happens all the time. Everybody gets just one. move on. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just Jim's give first. him one. It's give Jim's him first. one. Um, not a whole lot of people applying for this job. Seriously? Yeah. Is that bad. I feel like the economy. And he, I mean, he killed somebody, right? Is that where maybe it was an accident? Guys, there's like thirty other dead bodies over here. 
Stefan, no one gives a fuck what you think. All right, you know what? Let's kill him. All right, listen here. Let's just uh, let's just uh, tag everything. You know, document it. it it'll be fine. Just put it in a museum. It'll Jim, be fine. I, just add a hundred years to the bones. Jim, isn't isn't this your wedding ring on the corpse's hand? <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. And that's improv. We really started with nothing. Hey, is that the communal vape? <laughs> Not this again. Crank it down for me real quick. Give it to Ian first. He can and then crank it. it all the way up. Don't do that. I'll die. I'm faded, yo. How does that in your arms tonight? That's a, that's a good sketch. It must have been something you said. So you'll do. How does that in your arms tonight? I should have walked away. In 1965, Congress pushed for the reconstruction of the fort, so all of the buildings standing there today are actually very accurate replicas carefully placed on the original building locations. Great, so they can push to rebuild some bullshit Lincoln Log Fort, but they can't, you know, allocate resources to build affordable housing in this area? Well, you know, why, why'd they really rebuild the fort? I, it's a FEMA camp, and that's where they're going to put all of us unvaccinated people when the chips go off in the vaccines. Yep, I'm immunized. Go packs. Go pack, go. Roll Tide. Along with the roll out the barrel. That's what I always say. Isn't there like an Alabama thing? Eh, well, we don't know for sure. Historians have all have, all, have Sports long. Sports is just a conglomerate. Yeah. Honestly, they're all the same. Yeah. In between yeah. the East and West Coast. Matt, you it's get the it. the same thing. You get it. Matt, yeah. glad you're here. You get it. <laughs> Along with the reconstruction, they also expanded the National Park Reserve to 366 acres. And over the last 50 years, they've extracted 1.5 million artifacts. Yeah, great. So more bowls and spoons and like maybe like a wooden dildo? Ye old Pinocchio nose. Mm. Well, to me, re- I'd be lying if I said that wasn't nice. <coughs> well, to me, rebuilding these structures is where the haunting begins because you are giving whatever ghosts existed in the original buildings of their homes back. Land back, baby. Land back, bait. We're allies. Go pack, go. Also, do you remember a little bit ago when we talked about the expansion of U.S. military territory in the region and that was one of the reasons the HBTC packed it in and moved down to Fort Vancouver? The only thing I remember is, uh, wait, I forgot what you said. The combination of my gun safe. Uh, well, during one of those little land grabs, the military annexed a small area to build a parade ground and personnel housing. Problem was, this area was a colonial graveyard. You've heard of Little House on the Prairie. Now just get ready for Little House on the Indian Burial Site. (laughs) Little Frontier White People Ghosts? Spooky. Won't anybody? (laughs) My name is Laura Ingalls Wilder, and I'm here to haunt you adjacently to this Native American person. Have you prayed today? Wait, do it again. again. White people. (laughs) You guys understand this is not a Native American burial ground. It's a colonial burial ground. I mean, it's so both. There was probably like two Native American people. (laughs) I imagine at the time they didn't want to be buried near them. Right. I wouldn't, and I'm white. Yeah, we know. Well, okay. That's kind of weird. Great. <laughs> this section of personnel housing is what we now refer to as Officer's Row, a collection of 21 houses formerly used to house U.S. military officers stationed at the Fort Vancouver Barracks. Yes, sir. Sarge. <laughs> sir. Moon out, The first house on the row, known as the Grant House, was originally constructed in 1846, and the final house's construction was completed in 1906. They called it the Grant House because they granted him the luxury of the first house. He actually never lived there, but... uh, During the 1970s, Vancouver residents began a grassroots campaign calling (laughs) for the... Sorry, it's 70s grass, you know. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) leave that in. During the 1970s, Vancouver residents began a grassroots campaign calling for the refurbishment of the now derelict houses on Officer's Row. Yeah, you can derelict my balls, you dumb hippies. Is that Zoolander? Yep. Okay, well, as a derrick, I've never heard that one before. And it won't be the last time. Great, well, we've only been making this podcast for a couple months, and I feel like we're really old hands at this. Yeah, like getting jerked off by your grandpa. To be fair, I used to make that joke all the time, you know. So yeah, I feel I, like I feel yeah. like seniority here. So maybe I should be doing the chicken off. You're the oldest one here. Yeah, that's true. Okay, Grandpa. Well, this Grandpa grass- Matt. Oh God, I don't like that. <laughs> oh, dirty Grandpa. <laughs> oh God. Oh man, I. You guys like bad Grandpa? Yeah. Okay. The grassroots campaign worked, <laughs> and in the early 1980s, a 10.9 million dollar restoration project began. 
Today, these houses serve as residential and commercial rentals. Gentrification spooky. Mm, Yes, I'm sure that the rent is affordable on Officers Row. It's not. Okay. Though I could be wrong, I do believe the money accrued from rental payments goes directly into restoration and the upkeep of historical buildings and sites. Why are we giving white people more shit? Well, now it is time to get into the ghosts. Fucking finally, we've been Ah, learning ah, about ah, boring ah, shit this ah, whole time. ah, ah. (laughs) It's time for the ghosts. (laughs) It's ghost time, boys. Is that more of an alien noise? It says ghost sound theremin, non-copyright sound effects. <laughs> oh, non-copyright. Good. We're good to go. Well, even as a history major, learning about the buying and selling of beaver pelts and military administration buildings can be taxing. Earlier, we discussed several reasons for haunting that included renovating houses where ghosts may already exist. Welcome to the pod, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, give those ghosts a reason to be alive by Rem. Damn it. <laughs> Rem. Rem. Remy Lovato. Yeah, give those ghosts a reason to be alive by remodeling your bathroom. The horrors of modern plumbing. Sweetie, it's not a ghost. I just took a fat shit. Comedy. Regarding all of this, I found this quote from www. Haunted houses. <laughs> Haunted houses. Haunted houses. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Werewolves. Werewolves. Good one, Derek. com. Ian, if you would be so kind to read this quote. <laughs> when buildings are renovated, the entities which have attached themselves to the structure become active perhaps thrilled that the living have come to their senses and are fixing up the place, or perhaps annoyed that repairs aren't to their standards, or maybe even just going about their business as usual, choosing to make their presence known to the living. I do love that show on HGTV called My Wife Shits Her Pants Twice a Day Because Our Ghost Hates That We Remodeled Our Kitchen. It's honestly kind of a wasted opportunity that they don't have a, an October edition of House Hunters called Haunted House Hunters. Well, like, how would that work, though? Well, they just like, they're like, oh, well, the 200-year-old spirit hates this backsplash. Reginald can be a real stinker. Especially when we have the black people over. Because his name is Reginald, he's automatically racist. Anyone who can be nicknamed Reg is automatically a racist. Matt, is that a fair point? That's Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I don't know any, but that's I'm true. just assuming. Okay. Well, the other possible reason for haunting uh, of these particular structures is the fact that they were erected on a colonial <laughs> burial ground. Erected. We've all been erect on a colonial <laughs> burial ground, buddy. I'm not sure that I have. You will someday. Consider it a pilgrimage. Okay. Well, let's get into exactly which structures are haunted. The first is perhaps the most famous of the houses on Officer's Row, the Grant House, named after the famous Civil War general and the 18th United States President, Ulysses Grant. Yeah, the drunkest president. Ulysses S. Grant. Oh, wait. The fifth drunkest president, sorry. the fifth drunkest, yeah. Apparently he was a big lightweight, though, able to get drunk off of a couple of drinks. That's just called efficiency. That's, you know, quantity over or quality over quantity, really. It's just pretty advanced strategy. I wish I could just get drunk by, by, like, drinking water just thinking about it yeah just thinking about it that's like, but water is what now. i call beer at five o'clock i just suddenly drunk it's five o'clock somewhere baby yeah it's i'm drunk already just thinking about it yeah i wish i could drink well myself. he so he was just saving money right yeah sufficient strategy just called being a fetal alcohol baby so is it one or the other? Yeah, it's one of the two. Definitely one of those things. Yeah, okay. for sure. Well, as we said earlier, the Grant House is the oldest of the buildings on Officer Row, and it now serves as an art gallery and a restaurant frequented by old white people. What a great way to honor a white guy mm. by letting white people do other white shit. Brunch. <laughs> the, ghost- the spookiest <laughs> of meals. Mmm. <laughs> Bab, I just drank a bottomless mimosa, and I think that we should watch the new Jeffrey Dahmer show on Netflix. <laughs> he's so scary. It's Evan Peters. Look at him. He's hot. 
But also, he killed a bunch of motherfuckers. Bend over. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty fucking spooked out right now. It's pretty scary. That's bad. Scary stuff. <laughs> well, bad. the ghost that haunts the Grant house goes by the name of Sully. Hey, Sully. I can't think of anything scarier than a big blue monster or a guy who doesn't know how to fucking fly a plane despite being a pilot. Well, Tom Hanks was drunk. And also not a pilot. I don't know why they ever let him do that. <laughs> It's unbelievable. That's fair. <laughs> I went to Monsters University. I uh, <laughs> I majored in drunk flying. All right, let's. These are the jokes. We majored, I would, I would I go back to in, school for that. Yeah, for no, sure. <laughs> I mean, we majored in drunk driving, so I can't imagine it that much harder. No, I majored. I think in, that was after you dropped out. I majored in scaring. <laughs> Monsters University. We scare because we care. <laughs> we scare because we. Care. I uh, I got denied my application to Monsters University. Yeah, you're University. too pretty. Yeah, <laughs> you can't go. You have to be ugly like me and Ian. Like, I was like, boo. And they're like, you're not sassy. Don't lump me in with you. Hmm? Don't lump me in with you. We were we were a one giant lump when we applied. We were one humongous. Speaking of uh, homunculus, Humung- yeah, homunculus. Speaking of one giant lump, how's your balls doing? Not too bad. Okay. The presence of Sully has been felt by workers and oh, Sully is actually what I call my third lump. Mm. Uh, the presence of Sully has been felt by workers and patrons alike, and it is said that he enjoys supervising the restaurant. So he's just like a kitchen manager at a bougie cafe. That is scary. It's it's actually the premise to the bear season two. Great. I uh, I hope he gets more ironic arm tattoos. Oh, he certainly will, and they'll be put on by crayon. Can we leave that in? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sully also enjoys helping himself to freshly brewed coffee, a habit he has in common with his neighboring entities. Well, I must be his neighboring entities then, because I love that. Wow. Nothing spookier than a ghost taking a shit. At 8 a.m. Ooh, don't even talk to me before I've had my cup of coffee. Don't go in there. Oh, a bowel movement from hell. I just sound like a... Wait, you guys poop? Dr. Venture! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I don't poop, for the record. Yeah, we know. The second haunted house is 850 Officers Row, which is now rented out by a real estate group. Bureaucracy is the spookiest thing about that. Your rent's going up. Sorry, family of... Children. (laughs) Not what I was going to say, but all right. Okay. And the third and final haunted mansion is the Admiral Paul Nelson House, which is a private residence. Yeah, Eddie Murphy lives there and gets into all sorts of wacky hijinks. I don't think so. Uh, Referring back to www.hauntedhouses.com, we have here a list of paranormal manifestations that have occurred at these three houses. I found my first girlfriend on hauntedhouses.com. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Unexplained cold spots, ghostly footsteps, and the groping of unforeseen hands! (laughs) So a 200-year-old house is drafty and creaky? Fucking terrific. Sure, but can you explain... The groping hands! A 200-year-old house with an invisible pedophile. How does that even work? I think it would go a little like this. (laughs) Hello? Huh, there's, uh... The doorbell rang, but there's uh, no one here. Well... Back to the, uh... Hey, hey, hello. Hey, I'm here, actually. Oh, I'm here. I'm just... Hey. I'm invisible, actually, so... Uh, oh, oh, okay. That, that's interesting. Uh, what can I do for, do you for? Okay, well, I got kind of a long spiel here, so sorry. I am new to the neighborhood, okay? Uh, just here because okay. I recently... My name is my name is, is Jeff. Okay. Hope that's... Yeah. I yeah. recently bought a house across the street, oh, and okay. the court... The local court. They yeah. make me do this really annoying thing where I have to go door to door and tell all my neighbors that a couple of years ago I made a little oopsie, a little mistakey, yeah. and I, I fucked a couple of kids. All right. Huh. We've all made mistakes. We've all we all have our vices in mind. Unfortunately, mine is being a sexually attracted to underage kids. I like to call them people because aren't they still people? <laughs> So let me get this straight. Uh, you're some kind of invisible pedophile? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's that would be the gist of it, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it would be sort of difficult to stop you from trying to touch kids. Gonna be honest with you. Gonna be honest with you. Being invisible kind of takes a lot of the fun out of it. I actually I kind of turned myself in uh, in the end there. Okay, so do you want to just like touch my kid now and get it over with? 
seems kind of inevitable at this point, I guess. Oh, <laughs> that's very nice of you. That's very no. Th- thank you. No, man. Sorry. I actually I saw your kid earlier. It's not my type. Well, what exactly are you saying here? What? Nothing. I I'm just not interested in, in your in your child. That's all. I, it's not a. Oh, what? So my kid isn't good enough for the high and mighty invisible pedophile, huh? Uh, come on, man. So, don't be like it's not. Don't, I didn't mean to offend you. I'm just not attracted to your kid. That's all. Matt, get in here. Say that shit to his face. Tell him he isn't good enough to be molested. Come on, man. Don't do this. Matt, get the fuck in here now. Oh, uh, hello, mister. You look my son right in the eyes, and you tell him what you just told me. Uh, Daddy, who are you talking to? Well, son, there's an invisible pedophile at the door, and he doesn't think you're good enough. Uh, good enough for what, Daddy? Buddy, do you remember what I told you? That you could do whatever you wanted in life? Yeah. Well, apparently Daddy lied to you, because you can't get molested by this invisible piece of shit, even though he can't even be caught for it. That makes me not feel good on the insides. Jesus, man. Jesus, man. Come on. This is fucking insane. Look, man. I'm just going to go to the next house. I, I have to do this whole block today. I just... Great. Well, I hope you find my neighbor's kids more attractive, you fucking fuck. Fuck, man. I fuck. You're just you're just really making this into something it's not. Can I... Daddy, can I go play with my twins now? Of course, buddy. Daddy will make the mean man go away. Okay. Well, you know what, man? I'm. So- I have a good day. I'm sorry about all this. I- I'm sorry. I'll- I just... I'm going to go. If you weren't invisible, I'd be kicking the shit out of you right now. Wow. Well, that went on for significantly too long. Yeah, I don't feel good about it. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. Why Why did I come Well, on you're stuck spot? here. Okay, well, <laughs> before all of that, we were talking about the supernatural manifestations in the three haunted mansions on Officer's Row. Now, besides the cold spots, phantom footsteps, and invisible groping hands. Yuck. There was also doors that open and close randomly, phones that ring off the hook and unplugged, and of course, the ghostly caffeine consumption we discussed earlier. This just sounds like my life. Like, first of all, caffeine consumption, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) I wish I was getting groped, you know (laughs) what I'm saying? And like, uh. Oh, well, buddy, uh, just wait till till the after show. Oh, I can't wait. You ever been to the end of a little sassy, little disturbed show? Yeah, is there coffee or something? Uh, uh, Something Uh, like that. In in a way. Yeah. There's a stimulant. Oh, nice. I'll be stimulated? Sure. Yes, you sure Sweet. will. Definitely. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I found another story where a former caretaker of the Grant House had an orange tabby cat named Chadwick, I guess we should call him a former cat taker, <laughs> who saw ghosts and followed them around the house. How the fuck did they know this cat saw ghosts? Uh, as a cat person, I'm pretty sure that they was just doing normal cat stuff and they <laughs> <laughs> assumed he was seeing ghosts. <laughs> You're a cat person? You're part cat? Yeah, I'm a cat wear cat. Almost like ninety percent of these uh, spooky. Ninety mm-hmm. percent of these like ghost things are usually just like totally normal yeah. situations. And cats are fucking weird. I yeah. will say. Well, a local psychic was actually brought in to investigate Chadwick's sixth sense, and the psychic was drawn to a particular photo on the wall and said, "This is a really sad guy." Uh, do you guys have any guesses on the name of the man in the photograph? I'm gonna go with uh, Steve, Boston. Nope, it was Alfred Sully. It was Sully! His name was actually John. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like God. Garfield. Like John Fogarty. John Smith. John Fogel. Dear Jared Fogel. Jared. It's okay to appreciate his weight loss still. <laughs> Just nothing like a $5 foot long. We've all had a, good, a good story that was tainted by maybe like a bad ass. $5 foot long. None of us have had child porn. On our hard drive. It was Alfred Sully. And if you guys remember, Sully was the name of the ghost that haunted this house. Sully actually lived a melancholy life and felt as though he was being constantly mistreated. The original emo kid. Yep. And he died within the Grant house of an ulcer in his esophagus. And he still roams the halls today. So he was depressed and treated like shit, but now he's a nice ghost? I mean, that doesn't quite add up, honestly. (laughs) He should probably be a shittier ghost. I mean, we can kind of gloss over this guy's backstory a little bit if you guys want to see what made him so sad. Fine, I guess. Where would we find that at, Matt? Uh, we would find it at https colon forward slash forward slash isuu dot, that's a period, like dot com forward slash v-a-n-c-o-u-v-e-r family, f-a-m-i-l-y, m-a-g-a- Z I N E, that's magazine, mm-hmm. forward slash D O C S, forward slash V M. 
You, you know really what? I forgot. That one up. You might as well just like, we'll, we'll just put, put it, just put it up somewhere. Okay. Like on I'm Twitter not or something. Okay, I don't great, even know. Great. It was actually Alfred Sully who died in that house just four years after the group photograph was taken. He had lived a sad and melancholy life indeed with a series of blows and disappointments. We've all had blows and disappointments, boys. Mm. Yep. Alfred was the son of Thomas Sully, a famous portrait painter. Alfred showed an early interest in art and continued painting into his adulthood. But as he matured, his professional interests turned to things mechanical. A career in engineering would suit him best. Off he went to West Point and soon to the Mexican-American War, the holiest of wars. He was sent to Monterey, California, where he met and married the beautiful and wealthy and cultured Manuela Jimeno. A baby boy was soon born, passive voice, but their joy was not <laughs> to last. When their son was just six months old, a cholera. Cholera? A cholera epidemic. I'm a history major. A cholera epidemic swept into. I'm scrolling. Hold on, boys. <laughs> I'm scrolling. This is a very bad website. It swept into California. Manuela felt ill and died, followed shortly by their son. Sully was devastated, and he knew he had to land that fucking plane. But he eventually hardened. He disliked the press mm. and was often rude and angry with them. When he called them copperheads and traitors, they simply stopped mentioning him and gave others credit for his achievements as the number one scarer. <laughs> At Monsters, Inc. Is it just written poorly? Yeah, it's written like a dumbass. Yeah. I'm, I got it. General Gibbons accused him of dereliction of duty, derelict my balls, for failing to put huh? down a mutiny. He was found not guilty, but Gibbons relieved him of duty and sent him to the American-Indian Wars. There, he was accused of mistreating Native Americans, but was again found not guilty, as all white people have been, yep. obviously. He was becoming bitter, railing against the U.S. Army in his letters to his sister, dear stepsister. What are we doing about all these Native Americans? Oh, no, stepsister. I've been court-martialed for mistreating Mar Native Americans. I'm stuck in a stockade, stepsister. <laughs> he continued writing her even as he'd become so unaffectionate as to stop using her name in their correspondence. He sounds like a little bitch. While stationed at Fort Randall in South Dakota, he married Susan Deloria, a French Yankton girl of the Yankton Sioux tribe, according to Sioux ceremonies. They had a daughter, Mary Sully who later became famous in her own right as a notable artist and respected spokesperson of the Sioux tribe. When he was transferred, he said goodbye and left, and the family never heard from him again. Man, this guy really gets around, doesn't he? He just left his family. That guy fucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he left his family. In 1866, he again remarried to an Englishwoman, Sophia Webster. He's a man of cultured taste, though. I mean, he's bouncing around the he's, map. Yeah, he's Geographically uh, getting that pussy, baby. His favorite Pornhub category is interracial. Mm. It's like a charcuterie board of different flavored pussy. <laughs> Wait, did it come in different flavors? Charcuterie board. Mm. Does it come in different flavors? Board. Probably. I don't That's know. nice. A little cheesy, but... There's, there's pennies. Um, Mm -hmm. There's asparagus. Okay. <laughs> there, like if she's in UFC. <laughs> Rhonda, <laughs> arouse me. Hey, let's go, boys. These are the jokes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sully was reassigned again and again, each time increasing his feelings of resentment as he considered the new assignments downgrades. His health was likewise declining. He soon became unable to ride a horse, and Custer called him the general who went to war in a buggy. Though I'm not sure we should respect anything that Custer said because he was a certified moron. Um, <laughs> Didn't he also, like, super, super love, like, raping Indian women? Native American women? They accept it now. Anyway. Finally, in 1874, he was posted to Vancouver Barracks to work with General O.O. O. Howard in the war against the Ne Per Se, which would end with the pursuit of Chief Joseph in 1877. He became sicker, in more pain, but perhaps humbled by his weakness, he also began to find peace. He painted, became closer to his family, <coughs> and started calling his sister Blanche again. He could Are at sure last... sure it's not just Blanche? Blanche. 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 He could at last express... So I'm supposed to feel bad for this guy that just hunted Native Americans his entire life. Yeah, they, they got all poetic about yeah. his late life. Like, oh, he's sick and dying, and he really cared about his family. Oh, it's like, so sad that he killed all these Native American people. 
He really calmed down in the last five years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Alzheimer's really helped him out. <laughs> I forgot I hated brown people. I came to peace when I realized everybody looked the same because I'm legally blind. <laughs> in 1878, he learned that the next year his old friend, Ulysses S. Grant. How, how did you say that earlier, Matt? Uh, Ulysses S. Grant. Hmm. He would be coming to visit <laughs> oh, Vancouver. It's, it's pronounced Ulysses S. Grant. I thought it was Ulysses. It's actually pronounced Ulysses. <laughs> Ulysses. <laughs> Ulysses. <laughs> that Ulysses. <laughs> S. Grant. Okay. Fifth drunk is present, y'all. Grant visited the Vancouver Barracks after his tour around the world. Sully was delighted and began preparations to host the former president of the United States. He built a runway. Grant's coming! Grant's coming, everybody! We gotta get ready! The I'm, president! I'm coming, too. Jim, go back to your office. <laughs> okay. Great. But the reunion of the military brothers was not to be. On April 27th, 1879, General Alfred Sully died in the upstairs southeast bedroom of the Grant House. The cause of death was ruled to be an aortic hemorrhage due to complications from esophageal cancer ulcer. Spooky. Grant aortic meaning uh, Aortic heart. hemorrhage. Is, yeah, it was, so he, just he had a artery, heart attack. An artery hemorrhage, yeah. His heart was bleeding. Oh, no, okay. No, no, no. Literally died of a bleeding heart. Aortic artery. You see, well, yeah. you, say, you say he was a bad guy, that he was, like, racist and violent and shit. Well, he literally died of a bleeding heart, you guys. He cared. He cared. I don't. Oh, no, it's okay. an, it is an artery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Grant showed up six months later, drunk as fuck, on October 13th. Uh, He's like, where's my boy? October 13th was yesterday. By the way. Spooky. A sad and melancholy man indeed. Sully died in the last place where he began to find, if not joy, then contentment. Perhaps he does still roam the rooms of the Grand House. Wait, so if he were to find, if he started to find peace, then why did he become a ghost? He's a nice ghost. It was too late. Don't you know from the story? He didn't, get it. He didn't yeah. build up his peace meter. No, he's a nice ghost. He we talked about this earlier. He's fine. He just oh. drinks a little coffee and slams doors. <laughs> And gropes people. Like me. Yeah, but... We all have he's it. manifesting his destiny. He's just pinching butt cheeks. Yeah, that's normal. Nothing it's wrong with fine. That's normal. He's just a dirty old man. Hey, don't listen to the when radical did, left when they tell you that's not normal. When did everything become sexual harassment, this, sexual harassment, yeah, that? Like, come on. I'm just saying, there's nothing wrong with people seeing like your secretary touched. wearing a skirt that's a little too short and giving her a little smack on the behind for breaking wardrobe rules. Hank, get in here. <laughs> all right, well, let's move on. For that. legal reasons, that's a joke. Ian doesn't mean that. I also found a random letter to the editor of the Columbian, a local newspaper here in Vancouver, from January of 2001. Pre-9-11. What? Yeah, I, I guess. It's important. Yeah, never forget. Anyway, the letter read, uh, Ian, would you like to read this one? Yep. I own a home near Officer's Row. I lived there for one month. It's a 1909 house. Shortly after moving in, I was sitting on the living room floor and looked up to see a man standing in the front doorway. He wore a blue top and a high collar with long sleeves and a squarish cap. I know nothing about the military, but he was definitely some kind of soldier, or maybe even a bellhop's uniform. But I was looking at his face. He was about 40 years old and looking right at me. I saw him one more time. I always felt safe in that house. My tenant who now lives there asked if the house was haunted or not, and said that she saw a man in the living room, so you tell me. <laughs> so it's just like a 40-year-old bellhop that stares at you? It's pretty, it's pretty fucking spooky <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Fucking terrifying. Bellhops have the keys to all the rooms, so... Do they? Uh, you can't tell me they don't. I have another personal ghost story here. Uh, this one is from the Forgetting Sarah Marshall House, and it's a review on www.tripadvisor.com, left by Grandma W on October 3rd, 2018. And now, Matt, if you would do your best grandma voice and read us this spooky review... I have not been in the building for many years. Sorry, the date of our travel is inaccurate, but there were not adequate choices. I used to spend hours there. I do believe it is or was haunted, and there are many others that do as well. Upstairs, by a small window, there was a rocking chair that moved with no apparent cause. The creaks and groans of the building did not mask the sound of someone walking over your head when no one was visible. When I was there at night, it was the headquarters for a civic group, and we spent many days and some nights finalizing projects in the home. It was still in its original vintage form and unchanged in any noticeable way. 
I have been back for events in the area many times, and in the building, and it always brings back the memories. It has been taken over by many different owners over the years, and yet it still has the same cold drafts, unexplained, and it still feels odd. Others from my time frame still comment on it when we have the occasion to be in the building. Those who have come more recently, after it has been upgraded or changed to suit the current occupant, have not commented on such similar events. Have the ghosts of the past finally moved on? It has not changed my memories, and I enjoy my visits in a way that today's visitors probably would not be able to unless they could spend a night or two there. The building itself is interesting and worth stopping to visit, but the upstairs has not been open to the public for quite some time. Riveting. Mm. I yep. truly felt like Grandma Debbie was here with us in the room just now. Grandma H.W. What a great-grandma. Now, when you say great-grandma, do you mean like she was a great-grandma or like a great-grandma? Is this the whitest kids you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's a sexy aunt. <laughs> now, I got this DVD, and I thought... It was going to be great grandmas, but instead it was like great, great grandmas. grandmas. Yeah. There's also quite a bit of chatter online about the haunted hospital at Fort Vancouver, and I found this blog that talked about a guy who worked there named Mike Lakey, who would lock up when he left at night and would return in the morning to find the door unlocked. Yeah, no way in hell did he just fucking suck at his job and leave the door unlocked all the time. I it's don't like, know. It's like, I don't know what to tell you, boss. I, I locked the door. <laughs> It couldn't be me. <laughs> I don't know, man. It feels a little bit more sinister than that. Well, according to Lakey and other former employees, the evilest room in the old hospital was the basement. Yeah, that's where the incels are. Is that why we're we're in the basement right now? Well, it's also where the blood was collected from the operations, and it was stored down there. Come on, man. We all have a blood room. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, um. Right. Well, from a supernatural blog called www.ghostsandcritters.com, I found a story about a night the author spent in the basement of the old Fort Hospital. Around 11.30 p.m., we decided to rest. At 2.15 a.m., I was awakened by a squeaking noise. I sat up and I looked around but could not see what was making the noise. Brian was awake. My friend Brian. He's a good guy. He works at Intel. Brian was awake and had an amazed look on his face. He whispered, The table is shaking! He spread his arms and lay still. The table was still shaking and making squeaking noises. <laughs> Brian whispered to my ear, You know my friend Brian, the one that works at Intel? He whispered, It's not me! I whispered the first thing that came into my mind, Well, get off! Brian, you remember my friend Brian, he works at Intel. Brian got off quickly, and the shaking and the shaking ceased. Was it vibrating from cars on the nearby freeway? If this was a result of a supernatural being, could it be a playful ghost? <laughs> I love playing. I play D and D and Pokemon. I observed other phenomenon that is not normally mentioned in Chronicles of Hauntings. One of the bathrooms may be haunted. As this book progressed, I found other stories of ghosts in bathrooms. We did not have one flush of the toilets, but several times toilet seat lids were raised and lowered. This story began several hours into our stay. The nearest bathroom was the women's on the second floor. Following human nature in a haunted building, I opened all of the bathroom stalls before using one, and Brian couldn't even figure out what I was doing. I noticed two of the three commodes had their lids and seats up, and I thought that this was strange for a women's bathroom. They don't usually have wieners. They can, but not typically. I closed the seats, went downstairs and mentioned it in passing to Brian. You know my friend Brian. He works at Intel. After an hour or so, Brian, the one who works at Intel, went upstairs to use the restroom. He came down very pale. He had found the toilet seats were all raised in all three stalls. We had immediately went upstairs and checked the commodes. That's what I call bathrooms because I'm a prick. Brian, you remember my friend Brian? He works for Intel in the Department of Marketing had closed the toilet seat and the lid on the commode, that's what I call toilets, that he had used. 
that was still down. On another commode, the toilet seat and lid was still up, but on the third one, you know, commode, the seat was now down and the lid was up. <laughs> so, what you're saying is uh, ghosts can put the seat down, but men can't? Yeah. Okay. I always tell my girlfriend to put the seat back up when she's done. You, got, you guys need a ghost. I'm the man of the house. Well, the author actually went back a few years later with his buddy Brian. You remember Brian from Intel? Yeah. He works in marketing. Uh, and a video camera. It's Brian's from Intel. His yep. friend Brian, you remember. <laughs> um, and they filmed the toilets, which they call commodes. Uh, but yeah, they, he came back later with Brian and a video camera. Yeah, those are the best nights. You and your buddy Brian from Intel in the marketing department and the trusty old video camera in the basement. Well, actually, Matt and I used to film ourselves beating the shit out of each other in the basement at his parents' house. Oh, yeah. Just like no holes barred, knock down, drag him out, fist fights, man. The only films I ever did in the basement were with my uncle, and I don't remember much of them. Yeah. Ours were, uh... Oh, man. Do you... Do you want to... Do you want to talk about it? talk about that? What, you guys beating the shit out of each other? Well, Let's get into that. Why want, were you oh, doing that? Yeah, okay. I mean, I was more thinking about your uncle. No, it's, but, yeah. let's just not... Yeah. So well, wait, I mean, so, yeah. You know, so we, you know, we really did. He hit me yeah. with a blender. Once. So you guys started yeah, a fight club, and now you flinch whenever I point a, nor- a nerf gun at you. It was a one-on-one fight. Yeah, club. Yeah, but my body has grown soft and flabby. Or <laughs> well, we'd fight. Yeah. Did you do? The spirits is winning, but the fresh is bruised and spongy. And my friend Brian says that nerf guns hurt worse than real guns. It's probably true. So Brian works at Intel. What was your... You have another. Uh, you have another thing you wanted to talk about, though, right? Another ghost tour. Yeah, dude. So your uncle. Is have, that, he. He. Would you? We've tried. We've okay. tried. That's not. I don't him. remember. Great. Matt doesn't remember a lot since I hit him with a blender, but. <laughs> For me, it was. My, it really scrambled his brains. It was my cousin. Yeah. He was. Well, I just want to do a couple shout-outs. Um, uh, there's a guy named Jeff Davis. Uh, he does ghost tours. Jeff! Jeff, Jeff Davis. Yeah, uh, he writes Garfield. Uh, no, it's Jim Davis. Uh, but Jeff Davis's email, in case you want to do a ghost tour of these places we've been talking about, is a ghostguy01 at gmail.com. Oh Matt, do you want to spell that out for them? Wait, are we allowed to email uh, that? I got you. <clears throat> should, should we Should we say that? G-H-O-S-T-G-U-Y. That's ghost guy. Yeah. Zero one at that's the at sign mm-hmm. gmail.com. That sounds like something you but, make but in the seventh wasn't, grade. Wasn't Jeff Davis the president of the Confederacy? Yeah, I mean, well, when he said the South will rise again, they meant from the dead, obviously. Oh, like me. Actually, yeah. Hepatitis Z, first death and resurrection. Now that I'm looking at it, like here, me and Jesus, it looks yep. like we're like uh, the same guy. Oh yeah, the Holy Trinity. Yeah, it looks it's the, like it's the blue eyes, brown hair, and beard. The full, the mm-hmm. the Father, the Son, and the Holy Matt. Mm-hmm. It looks like Jeff may be the the owner of ghostsandcritters.com. Huh. Jeff Davis. No, but ghostguy01 at gmail.com sounds like that edgy email address you make in seventh grade it's to post go- your skateboard videos to YouTube. Ghost guy. Not guy. Ghost guy. guy. Ghost it's dude. Ghost what, what did I say? Ghost guide. I said ghost guy. No. Yeah, I did. No, I'll tell you what you said. I said ghostguy01. To register for a private tour, send an email to Jeff Davis at ghostguy01 at gmail.com, letting him know how many people will attend. You can pay him when you arrive or pay with PayPal in advance at the same email address. If you want to pay when you get there, please arrive 15 minutes later. Should we all Does he take alternative payments? Should we all just send him a dollar right now on PayPal? We no. <laughs> but my question is, does he take, does he take like alternative Say what if I give physical him, payments? What if we yeah, give him a jar can, of it says, uh, ectoplasm? It, it says you can pay when you arrive. I feel like I feel like taking fifteen <laughs> minutes, fifteen extra minutes to pay him is definitely handjobs. Well, I can tell you how much it costs. Although the ghosts already give him handjobs, so I don't feel like he needs <laughs> yeah. us listen, to listen, do that for listen, him. Listen, like, listen, listen, listen. He's listen. different when it's a real person. Okay, uh, tickets for the twenty twenty two Ghost Walk session uh, will be available in early July. The links below will take you. Oh, so it's over? Time. No, no. Listen, hold on. Hold on. 
July 22nd to October 30th, 2022. Um, PayPal takes all major credit cards. Ghost Guy, please email ghostguy01 at gmail.com. Cost, general tickets $18, seniors 60 plus 12. So it's cheaper if you're old. Oh, my God. Dude, We no, we need to do this. Yeah, we're going to do it, blog. Matt, Matt knock, mark out your calendar. Tell You have to tell yeah. him that we're going to. That we're that we're going to vlog it, okay. But we we got to take it seriously though. Like we can't clown on I'm, him. No, on on not ghost guy zero one at gmail.com. I don't think so, man. I'm I'm gonna take it real seriously. Tell you what, man. Anyway, find us online. Yeah, we got some plugs. Twitter.com uh, slash lsld pod. Most importantly, the the Patreon, and I really can't stress enough that we we do need your money. Um, if you want us to keep doing this, a few dollars a month really actually helps us go on ghost tours to make fun of uh, people. And uh, it also helps me because Ian and I have full time jobs, and this is uh, this is a hobby. Yeah, it's for it's now. Fun. For now, and if you just give us a couple dollars a month, we can keep making you premium content uh, that really can get you going. For just five dollars a month, you can save a baby animal. And if you don't give us five dollars a month, we will actively go out of our way to kill animals. I will run over every squirrel that I cross in my path. If we get to $100 on Patreon a month, we will stop running over squirrels in well, our cars. Well, if we get to $100 on Patreon a month, Ian will let me waterboard him. Yeah, if we get to $200 a month, so, we will stop running over squirrels in our cars. Patreon.com slash LSLD. Uh, Twitter is, you said LSLD pod. Follow Ian at LSLD Ian. Uh, I'm at I bang. No, I thought it was bash. I bash my bros. Matt is at local nap dad. No, rad daddy Matt, right? <laughs> yes, sure. Okay. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're sure on are. YouTube. Are we still on YouTube? Yeah, I mean, I don't post anymore because it's a pain in the ass. But we're not on YouTube. Don't and do you're in a hot. Do subscribe, but like, don't but listen to those episodes. Yourselves. Yeah, be better than that. Give us money. We need it. If you don't give us money, um, I've already finished three of Ian's Crocs. There's a noose at the, <laughs> at the in the back room at my work. Mm-hmm. We will use it. We don't want to do this. I'll help them. If we get twelve hundred a month, we will hang ourselves. Yeah. So, um, as above, so below me. Please mm. don't kill yourselves. Unless like you want to. Yeah. Don't we won't do hold it, it against you. Don't do it even then. Yeah, yeah. probably not. Just kind of hold out for a little bit longer. Yeah. For if, the next if episode. You're, if you're extremely suicidal, send us an email at little sassy little disturbed at gmail dot com, and we will promptly not read it. No, we will. I'll read it, and you can you can have a guest spot on the pod. I'm not going to uphold that. Only if you're suicidal. And funny. If you're funny and you want to kill yourself, send us an email at littlesassyoldmaster. Is that why you guys invited me? We didn't want to. I'm dead inside.